It's the second half of Main Street Sports today on this Reaction Monday. We'll talk a little high school spring sports as the Jim Painter Classic gets underway. Also recap a Saturday at the Blue Cross Championships in the borough. Also news in the NFL today. The Colts have a new quarterback. It's an oldie but goodie if you're a Colts fan. Preds trade and SEC hoops. <laughs> What's left of them? We'll talk about that, their performance in the tournament that and more on this Monday, Reaction Monday, with the Hall of Famer and Sports Writer of the Year, Mo Patton, and the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yao. Before we get into this high school, I, I do want to mention that I loved what Kenley Jansen said, the new Atlanta Braves closer, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apparently. Yeah. Someone asked on Twitter, who is the Braves closer? And I said, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Madsick? Sure. Smith? Sure. Jansen? Sure. Heck, I'll put Luke Jackson up there occasionally. Kirby Yates? Kirby Yates? I mean, <laughs> that's, that's the beauty of this situation. You've got options. Now, Snit has had options before and, and didn't necessarily didn't them. exercise them, so <laughs> I don't know what changes. But, you know, the great thing about this is, again, over Saturday – you know, um, Anthopolis checked in with Will Smith on that situation before they pursued it. Correct. Will Smith said, heck yes. I want a ring. I, I want a ring. You know, Eddie Rosario says, hey, let's roll. I want a ring. The guy <laughs> that you would have expected to be most likely to say, let's run this thing back. Is gone. Is on the West Coast. Go figure. Um, but anyway, I, I thought his his Instagram post about you know watching Andrew Jones growing up, you know, and his brother was in the Braves organization at one time. Apparently, interesting. So, yeah, I just thought it was really cool. Um, Ardley Jansen was mm-hmm. an outfielder in the minor league system from for seven years, so <clears throat> it's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, and played for Brian Snicker in Mississippi. So go figure. Anyway, um, just thought that was interesting, and and I wanted to to give a shout out to Kenley Jansen for that. Mm-hmm. Um, as we wrap up high school basketball season, state finals, as we told you in the, the rundown, um, little surprised that Dobbins, Bennett and Bearden were in this class four, a finals, definitely not what we expected. Well, um, I mean, no, no better than we've picked our bracket. Anything else. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a shock that we missed that as well but greenville was a the greenville stone memorial game certainly appears to have been a much uh much more competitive than any other game greenville had the rest of the way so and i'm a little i was a little shocked with the ease with which Greenville handled Jackson Southside. Apparently, they set a state record for three pointers made in a tournament. Greenville did. Yes, so that'll help you. That <laughs> certainly doesn't hurt. That that kind of explains a twenty nine point win, seventy seven forty eight there. Because I mean, we watched that Jackson Northside South game. Side I'm sorry, Jackson Southside game against um, Fulton in the semifinals. They were. Really like that Southside team. They play with a lot of lot, lot of grit. I thought. Man, um, just, I think a lot of 
just Greenville having been there both in football and in basketball had a lot to do with, you know, maybe there's a little nerves if you're south side. Well, and, and, well, they they played um they played in last year's state finals. Oh, did they? I think. Yeah. Okay. Um I I think there was a little bit of we've got Jacoby uh, Gillespie and you, you don't. don't. Yeah. Um, no, Green, Greenville was exactly what we expected, a really really good basketball team that did what they should have done. That's those are the facts. Um, Gillespie, the Belmont signee, 25 points, 10 of 20 from the floor, 3 of 8 from 3, 7 assists. Um, and our guy from Southside that we that we fell in love with in that Fulton game, Jalen Cole, 8.7 boards, 5 assists, um, 3 of 8 from the floor. So I think that might have kind of been – the difference uh well maybe not i mean again it was a 29 point game but <laughs> um green for 14 threes in the game in the game now there yeah there there was and i'm pretty sure i saw it um from friend of the show heather williams mm-hmm. uh yeah um it's on this box score 35 threes in the three games is a state record mm-hmm. that's that's a lot well that's <laughs> 12 a game, roughly. <clears throat> yeah. So, anyway, well well done to Greenville for taking care of business. Um, shout out to friend of the show, Joe Williams, as his East Nashville Eagles take down Milan in the state finals, 72-55. But, again, the Bulldogs still return home heroes. Oh, yeah. What, the six wins last year? Is that what Michael Odom Something said? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So, Yeah. Congratulations to to the Bulldogs, and certainly congratulations to the um, to the Eagles, as you said. Um, in four A, Dobbins Bennett, after getting the hail mary shot to win that semifinal game, um, goes on to the sixty nine sixty win over Bearden. Um, so in all four classes, we had an East sweep. Two teams from East Tennessee, and the other two were East Nashville and East Robertson. <laughs> yeah, I know. you got to stretch a little bit, but it's there. Uh, reluctantly. Yeah. <laughs> Re- reluctantly. Yeah. Well, you know, he's feeling good after that East, uh, McDonald's and Arby's are in a beef. So, you East know, let, Nashville. Hey, did you know, he's on a roll after the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. He's on a roll. Yep, yep. Don't oh, stop him. I thought you were yeah. keeping with the food there. Just call me butter, baby. <laughs> Malachi Hale, 16.7 boards for Dobbins Bended in that win. Jack Browder with a double double, 30 points, 13 mm-hmm. boards. It, you got it. You got Trying to offset Bearden's double double from Hayden Mosley, 25 points, 11 rebounds. Say, Hayden Mosley is, I think, probably one of the better players in that tournament. And for Dobbins, which Dobbins Bennett, they, they, they shot the lights out too. How many threes did they hit? Um, Dobbins Bennett in the final game. No, they were only six of sixteen from three. Well, I, uh, in the in the rest of the tournament, they were very very good from behind the arc. So you know it it's they were nine of fourteen against Bartlett. <laughs> so, and then in the first game, I tell you uh, what, nine I, of twenty three. So. I would I would imagine Bearden and Dobbins Bennett were a little grudgeful over the fact over having to play their championship game in Murfreesboro. It's like, couldn't we just 
meet somewhere yeah, in I Knoxville. Mean, what, what nothing going on at Thompson Bowling? What, oh, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> well, there was, I guess there was quite a bit yeah. going on yeah. Thompson yeah. Bowling Arena. Yeah. So. But uh, nonetheless, yeah. um, surely we could have done this a little closer to home. Anywhere. But uh, And then finally, again, East Robertson with the 67-42 win over Peabody. Nice story on um, Main Street Preps on um, East Robertson coach Kirk Caton reaching out to the previous state championship coach in Cross Plains, one Columbia resident, David Colley, to get some um, to get some thoughts heading into this state championship matchup. So, um, nice piece there. Go check that out. But, also um, a great piece from Blaine Keller on uh, the Groves' grandfather who had – passed away and and apparently they had a a photo canvas of him in the stands and oh, that wow. was a uh, their their mother Tammy held up the 8 by 12 inch canvas throughout all three games of the tournament so yeah anytime you get one of those it's it's pretty cool those I, those stories are always nice there's i would think there's almost always been a groves on the basketball mm. roster at East Robertson. Um, um, Taylor, the Ole Miss football signee, 24 points, eight rebounds, five boards in that win over Peabody. So um, congrats to, to the Indians. Eighth annual Jim Painter Classic. Uh, first pitch today at 5 o'clock, Franklin and Columbia at Columbia Central. So go check that out if you are down here in – Southern Middle Tennessee. Also Huntsville and Spring Hill at Dave Hall Field on the campus of Columbia State Community College at 5 o'clock. And then um, Marshall County and Independence at 6 up at Indy. Uh, games will continue the rest of the week at Columbia Central, at Independence, and at Spring Hill. And if you want to see baseball, basically just show up at Independence any evening this week. Yeah. There will be a game. <laughs> there will be some games. And 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 all the way from Clarksville, Ross views in this tournament, Blackman, uh, I say tournament in this classic, uh, Lewis County, Rockville, Laverne, Clarksville, this, Smyrna. This event is to pay tribute to former Columbia State uh, National Championship winning coach mm-hmm. Jim Painter and – most of the coaches involved in these games played for paint at C State, so that's kind of the the um, common thread. The crux there. Yeah, yeah. So um, should be some good baseball, particularly in these matchups. Go check them out. And um, yes, dude. When we come back here on Main Street Sports today. Um, Going to talk a little NFL. We're, we're going to cry a little bit. We are going to cry a little bit um, because the Titans made a move over the weekend, and then they saw a move get made today that isn't great. Certainly puts a little fear into your soul. Mm. Into your soul. It'll get your attention. <laughs> no question. So we'll tell you what that is on the other side. We'll be right back on Main Street Sports today.
Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck, yes. That'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today as we talk about the our reaction to the Tennessee Titans going out and getting a wide receiver two in typical J-Rob fashion, finding one who's coming off an injury. But, you know, it's weird. Our favorite teams have an affinity for players coming off of some sort In, of injury. Yeah, Tommy either, John surgery. Either knees or elbows. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can we just, you know, get healthy players maybe? <laughs> Pick a figure. Nonetheless, the Titans do trade and and really for, I mean, really nothing. Six-rounder. A six-round pick for Robert Woods, formerly of the Los Angeles Rams, I mean, I feel like it's a solid pick. He, he's I think a guy. It's a, I think it's a great trade from the standpoint that, you know, the Rams spoke so highly of this guy. I mean, he was pretty much their glue guy. Um, Captain. Did all the dirty work in the receiving game. I mean, blocks downfield, that kind of thing. All the stuff that you love to hear out of a receiver, 556 receiving yards, four touchdowns in nine games in a receiving core that also included Cooper Cup. Um, OBJ eventually. Well, o- after OBJ. Rose, after came, Robert Jones. Yeah, that's what prompted them to go out and get OBJ um, after he sustained that um, torn ACL. But, I mean – From a mileage standpoint, he's not Julio, so there's an upgrade there. But he is, again, coming off the knee. So when he's going to be available is, I guess, a bit of an issue. But once you get him, you should be pretty solid, like you said, at your WR2. And And here's the best part. You know what he does better than anything? Run blocks. I mean, I, I think you've got to. 
on this team. That's what I'm saying. I mean, between AJ and Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. You've got some guys that don't <laughs> mind it. Yeah, they they love it. Mm-hmm. They love getting on the outside and putting a body on somebody. So love that. Um, CBS, 29. 29 years old, yeah. Yeah. He had 936 receiving yards and six touchdowns and 20 after back-to-back 1,100-yard seasons. So he's put up numbers. John Breach of CBS Sports grades the trade for the Titans an A. Uh, widely considered one of the best run-blocking wide receivers in football, which should fit seamlessly in the Titans' Derrick Henry-led attack. Um, also has a familiarity with the scheme as uh, they both utilize offshoots of the Shanahan-style offense. His salary is pretty affordable at $10 million base, $3.5 million bonus. Um, for the Rams, they gave it a C. So, I mean, I guess it matters what you do with that six-round pick. Who did the Titans give up? A six-round six pick. pick. And that's it. That's it. It's a pretty good deal. Sounds like an A to me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so there's that. And see, the Rams, I mean, the Rams don't need him. Not at this point. So it works out for kind of everybody. Um, what doesn't work out? <laughs> yeah, what doesn't work out is the <laughs> – and, and as of three hours ago, this – this had mm. not come out, so it, basically it says um, the new QB market mm. has, you know, Matt Ryan still on the market at this point, um, and apparently they he had seven and a half million dollar roster bonus coming at four p.m. Eastern today. So guess he didn't get that. <laughs> if they're what? gonna. If they were going to get a deal done, it had to be today, and they did. They send Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts. And I, I'm i not entirely sure um, what the trade completely um, entails, but it does have a swap of a third-round pick. So, and... I mean, I, I literally don't – a straight swap of a 2022 third-round pick for Ryan. So that's it. Yeah. They gave up a third-round pick for a guy who's potentially going to lead the Colts for the next two years. So how many quarterbacks have changed spots this offseason? Um, you know, I don't know a hundred percent, but let's, let's it's got to be a good third of the league. Well, I mean, Russell Wilson was the first, and mm-hmm. I guess you technically have to put Drew Locke in that. All right, was he the starter in Denver? He was, and <sighs> the Texans <laughs> the the Texans are in no man's land because. Their their starter took off to go be a backup to Daniel Jones and may take the job in New York. Who was that? Tyrod Taylor. Was he their starter? Well, he was until he got hurt, and then Davis Mills stepped in, played pretty well. So I guess Davis Mills is the Texans' yeah, starter at this that's, point. That's their plan to roll with him. Okay. Not a bad plan, I guess. No. So there's those three. And then you've got Deshaun Watson, which is going to displace Baker Mayfield. So Mayfield's going to go somewhere. 
Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, which Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky. Well, but he wasn't starting. Was he, he was not starting, right? Necessarily, but still, he he was in the past. He was a starter. He was a starter last year. I, I don't know if he did. He start at all last I year? I don't think he did. I'm, I'm, and then the the Panthers have to do something. They're getting rid of Darnold. He's gone. So there's seven teams right there who mm-hmm. are in or seven quarterbacks who will not who did start last year and will not be starting for the same team next year. Meanwhile, um the, Fal- the Falcons reacted pretty quickly. Signing to a two year deal. Marcus Mariota. Is this a there's no way Marcus Mariota is going to lead that Falcons team to any sort of prominence? I mean, this I is don't a, know that he's going to necessarily lead them to any sort of prominence, but I, I will tell you this. I don't think if your intention is to tank, you bring in Marcus Mariota. This this I I mean this roster, this offensive roster is worse than Mariota ever had here. I'm gonna say two words to you. Kyle Pitts. Okay. He's not any better than Delaney was. I mean, based on what we saw last year in that offense, he's not any more dynamic than Delaney Walker. As and he doesn't. And he doesn't have. He doesn't have Calvin Ridley. <laughs> no, he doesn't. So I, I mean, I don't. This is my question: Is what? What is the point? I, I mean, I'm, I feel like you could run me or you out there and get as much done with this offense as Mariota is going to do nah, because all he's gonna, because all he's going to do is run for his life because one, this offensive line is terrible. My arm shot. Terrible. So. Okay. Well, I, I, he's not going to get a chance to throw it, Mo. He's going to be running for his life all year long, and if he just happens to throw one up and eighty-one catches it, congratulations! Like, good for him. Mm. But like, this is the—I don't think Mariota is going to be the reason that they're not tanking. I, don't, I think the fact is they're not going to be very good, and he's a serviceable guy. But he's also one who you don't feel like is going to get hurt being hit 50 times in a season. Maybe so. Yeah. That's why you get him, because you that's that's what you do. Gonna be interesting. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm but I'm a lot more concerned about Matt Ryan in Indianapolis than I am about Marcus Mariota in Atlanta at this moment. I so. can't believe Cordero Patterson elected to stay in Atlanta. I think he likes Atlanta. I guess that's the only that's the best reason to and they have to play there. They have figured out how to utilize him better than anybody else in his in his NFL career. So that's random. <laughs> um also I think I saw the Saints and Jameis Winston came to an agreement. That's good news. It is. It him. is. Um, for the Saints too. For that matter. Yeah, I, I think it's better news for the Saints than they realize, but it's definitely good news for Jameis. Where does Baker Mayfield end up? 
It's not the Colts. It ain't the Colts. Well, I think I'd rather have him in in Indianapolis than the guy they got. Yeah. Well, no, he beat our tails last year. That was year before last. Year before last. That was that was an anomaly. (laughs) And a really bad defense. Um, Chris, to your question, who's in Seattle now? Drew Drew Locke. Seattle is the team that I'm thinking. Yeah. The only other place apparently that it, or at least pro football talk has a is a Carolina? dark a dark horse is Detroit. I've seen that yeah. because which is interesting because I th- I mean Jared Goff what no but I I don't think Jared Goff is a bad quarterback I think he's I think Jared Goff and Carson Wentz are. One and one A. They do, there is a lot of similarities, or at least a feeling of similarities. And I think that's yeah. why, you know, when well, LA was able to upgrade, they did. Mm-hmm. And still went to I, a Super Bowl, though. He did. In a quarterback driven league with not, I mean, yeah, they got a, a decent defense, but he did lead them to a Super Bowl. He, he got to a Super Bowl. I don't. Mm. I don't know, man. I, this is a this this is a different league than it has been in the last twenty years. And, and and I mean, I'm not saying that he was out there gunslinging it like Stafford, but he still, I mean, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Did he do more than say Trent Dilfer when he led his yes. team? Yeah, I'd say he did. Listen, or Brad Johnson. Listen, right? he, those he two probably teams, did more than Trent Dilfer. He may not have done as much as Brad Johnson. I don't know, man. They had work done. Who was the running back for Jared Goff? Exactly. In, in L.A. or Detroit? <laughs> in, in, in L.A. Exactly. My point Oh, here. was it not Todd Gurley? Yeah, it was Gurley. He got hurt, actually, and he Anderson got, came in. Wasn't it? Wasn't who? there an Anderson? I don't know. Who, like, yeah. They so, picked I, up. I think that's Chris's point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so touche to your point. Yeah. yeah. All I'm saying is, I think Jared Goff could be could be successful in a place like L.A. where you know there's there's good pieces around him. He's not mm-hmm. going to be. He's a, he's a top fifteen. You know, he's in that twelve to fifteen range. Kind of like Tanny so? Hill. I think he's in the the Tanny Hill type range. I really I think do. he's beyond fifteen. Yeah, but I do too. I, 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 I think don't he's think in he's in the back half of the league. Yeah, back half, maybe in the twenty range. 20 to 24. I think y'all are nuts. Maybe 18, but I, I don't think he's a top 15. No. I, Jared Goff is among the 14 people who can play NFL quarterback at a high level. You think no. so? Absolutely. I disagree. Well, I can come he up went with, to a Super Bowl. I can Bowl. come up with 14 better quarterbacks in the league right now than Jared Goff. I don't think I, – I would love to hear him. I really I, because I I want to spit them out right now because I don't think I don't think there are fourteen right. guys right. Tom now. Brady's back. Hang on, <laughs> Brady Tom is Brady. Back. There's one. Tannehill's in there. We like Tannehill, right? Nope. You don't think Tannehill's there? Nope. After okay. the last, are you okay. kidding okay. me? Okay, okay, fair. <laughs> I was just going local. <laughs> no way, Brady. Brady, uh, you've Stafford. got. Yep, Aaron Rodgers three. Um. Russell I mean, Wilson. Russell Wilson. The, the top eight or nine are pretty obvious. Is Matt Ryan in there? I think Matt Ryan yeah. is in there, yes. Okay. I think Matt Ryan and Jared Goff are about the same, though. I think they're both getting to a Super Bowl with with the piece, with the correct pieces yeah. around. What about Trevor Lawrence? No. He's too young. Too young? And Trevor on, Lawrence, and on too bad Tua, a team. Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones, 
let's let's go the other way. Buffalo. Um, Josh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Uh, Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. I mean, is that seven or eight seven. already? Mm-hmm. That's seven. Um, um, in in Baltimore. Jackson. Yep, Lamar. I I I would I would say he's in the fourteen fifteen range along with golf. Ball, yep, Joe. Burrow, absolutely. absolutely. That's nine. Um, I'm forgetting somebody. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Dak. Mm-hmm. In Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. Uh, Cardinals. Kyler no. Murray. Kyler Murray. I, I don't know. The Not Kyler, a chance. I don't think Kyler's in the top half right now. I think he probably was at the beginning is he, of the is season. Is he ahead of golf? No, not not at all. If if Jared Goff was in Arizona, they went they, they would have gone very deep into the playoffs mm-hmm. last year. All right. <laughs> if Jared Goff were in Arizona, they would have been very good. So what are we at, Mo? That's ten. Ten. All right. I think Tanny Hill is. I think Tanny Hill. I think they're equal. Tanny Hill and Goff. I think Tanny um, Hill. I think if Jared Goff would have been in 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 Tennessee, we do the exact same thing we did this year. Hmm. I don't know. I think they're equal. I, I, that's. I think he's the thirteenth, fourteenth, or fifteenth best quarterback in the league. That's just. That's where I'm at. Hmm. Now you've got some guys like Trey Lance and 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 La, and uh, the Chicago. Oh, Justin Fields. Justin, Justin Fields. Fields. I don't know. Why I was thinking Justin Love for sure. <laughs> no <laughs> idea. No Green Bay. <laughs> Jordan Love. That's Jordan what it Love. is. Yeah. Jordan Love may be better than Jared Goff, and we just don't know it. <laughs> but and yeah. apparently we're not going to find out. We're not ever going to find out. Find so. out. <laughs> that poor guy. But Daniel Jones, I mean, Mac. Where is Mayfield? Uh, uh, 17, 18. So, so you think Goff is better than Mayfield? I do. I, I, but, again, I think, I think 12 to 18 are interchangeable. I really do. Okay. And 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 you and think he, you think you he's think in Tanny, that group. You think Tanny Hill, Mayfield, Golf, Murray, uh, yeah, are all kind of in that same And I would say Lamar is. But that's just, uh, Lamar's got an MVP. I don't know if you can Yeah, you saw how that MVP got him. Uh, well, I'm just I'm just telling you. I a lot of times, though, Chris, I mean, the quarterback is only as good as the folks around. That's well, true. And that's my point. I think Jared Goff is good enough to get to a Super Bowl with a decent team. And he proved that. He, he has proven that. So that's where I stand on yeah. I, I I just – I would be just as worried if Jared Goff were in Indianapolis as, if, as I am with Matt Ryan. The only thing that I like about Matt Ryan more is that – like Philip Rivers, I guess he has that experience and that I think leadership. The experience is the key with Ryan going into that situation because I think Matt Ryan is at the point in his career where he knows what he is and he knows what he's not. And I'm not sure that Jared Goff does. It's very possible. I, I'm more worried about the fact that Matt Ryan can keep you honest enough to let Jonathan Taylor run. And that's scary. And with the receiver core that they've got. They've got a decent receiver core. And here's the thing. Am I a little worried? Yes. But the Tennessee Titans have a fantastic defense. I'm more worried, though, than I was with Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And he still 
almost beat us. So, on a bum ankle. Mm, two bum two ankles. So, there's that. But it was early. It's it was before that defense became stupid that Colts. defense. It's just because of the Colts, man. Mm, That's what? part of it. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. We didn't get to talk about the... We didn't. Oh, the Preds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Preds went and uh, got a pretty big trade um, last night. I got... Uh, Got the the athletic notification and thought it was a pretty big deal to see um, the Seattle Kraken sending what is probably their best and I can't I can't pronounce his name um, probably their best defensive player um, J- <laughs> Yakum Kondalik I, I've I can't say it anyway. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> they went and got a, a uh, Jeremy Lauzon from Seattle and sent a second round pick. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. That's Seattle's best defensive player. Preds needed a defender. Pretty bad. They were just standing there in front of uh, in front of uh, Soros, watching folks pepper Soros with pucks on Saturday. So anyway, let's take a quick break. Um, and come back, talk a little SEC hoops, get you some quick takes right after this. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee, because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Main Street Today is your half-hour coffee break with Devin O'Day, featuring lifestyle inspiration and entertainment news. Main Street Today airs live weekdays at 11 a.m. Central or you can catch it on demand on all of our Main Street media social platforms, including highlights on Instagram at Main Street Today Radio. Take your daily coffee break with Devin O'Day on Main Street today, weekdays, 11 a.m. on Main Street media, social media platforms. All right, real quick. Uh, here, let's just do 30-second takes on the SEC. One, one SEC team gets to... The Sweet 16, and that is the team that Vanderbilt beat on the road. Arkansas. The only yes. team out of the top four that lost an SEC home game and yet, is the one are. that's in mm-hmm. the Sweet 16. Here they are. Um, Call them hogs. How you feeling about them? I've not had a chance to watch. Well, I guess I watched a little bit of that Vermont game in the opening round. I, don't ask me how I feel about anybody. <laughs> After the bracket I put out there. I mean, do they have a chance to beat Gonzaga? Yeah, I think so. If Memphis had a chance to yeah. beat them, I don't know why Arkansas would. Absolutely. Only thing, the only concern Even is, only thing is, Gonzaga's got a week to get ready for Arkansas. They only had two days to get ready for Memphis. That's true. That's so. true. Yeah. I, I, I think it's going to be a good basketball game. Uh, would not surprise me if Arkansas wins, but I, I mean, I feel like we certainly 
we thought that the Southeastern Conference was arguably the best conference we in did. the country, and it's clearly not. Clearly. We knew, so. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Clearly. the committee knew what they were doing with not uh with not only, taking AM. With not taking AM and you know, not moving Tennessee up and I Well, if you thought Kentucky and Auburn were two seeds, Tennessee was a two seed. I still think they missed that. But that's neither here nor there. Yep. Um is what it is. Anyway. Ton of new coaches. Mm. Georgia's hired a coach. So here's the deal. Okay. You had six teams reach the NCAAs right. out of the SEC. Of the remaining eight, six of are changing or have changed coaches. That's correct. Now, there are new coaches at Georgia, which is from Florida, so mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, and then Florida hired San Francisco Don's coach. Todd a- Golden. Todd Golden. And then Mississippi State hired a coach. Chris Jans from New Mexico State, fresh off their win over UConn in the opening round. Okay. Before losing to Texas Tech last night, I think. Correct. Or, yeah. Yeah. Missouri, Missouri has a coach. Do they? Um, did I miss it? Clearly, I, I did. If they do. Yeah. Um, I saw it. I saw a tweet last night, crying about it. Um, oh, Dennis Gates. Dennis Gates. Yeah. From where? I want to say he's also from, like, oh, Cleveland State. They didn't make the postseason this year, did they? No, but they did last year, I think. But Dennis Gates um, is expected to be voted upon. So I assume he's – that's a 7 o'clock tomorrow morning they will approve his contract. Oh, okay. So, Dennis, don't call me Kevin Gates – the new coach at Missouri. <laughs> um, but that leaves South Carolina, who uh, apparently is looking at Lamont. Looking towards Chattanooga. Yeah. Hey, Lamont Paris. LSU potentially going after Matt McMahon. From Murray. To not do a, not doing the, the Sweet 16 shuffle. My thing is this. Why? If you're Matt McMahon, do you take that job? The LSU job? Uh-huh. I, I, it's a fair question. I, I think it's still it's still the SEC. And Well, I mean, we talked with Scott Rabelais last week from the um, Baton Rouge Advocate. Yeah. And particularly not knowing what's coming from the NCAA for these 11 violations, eight level ones, Sustained under previous coach and Franklin Road Academy graduate Will Wade. So I don't know. I mean, I, I just think that he would have some other less restrictive opportunities. <laughs> and going to the but but get out of there before you get to the Missouri Valley Conference. Could be. However, though, you know, because you can always go back. You. You know, there's a time. I mean, there's that sweet spot when you gotta go, because you can you can stay too long. I think he might be in that spot. You think so? Well, I, I mean, again, the, Murray State will make the tournament, right? The, but the Valley is tough. The Valley's way tougher than Ohio Valley. Uh, no, without question. And, it's not, and, yeah. and, it, and just look at the fact that Belmont's going with them. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, I I think 
Again, you can always go back. Yeah. You can always go back to a mid-major. And if you stay too long. it's easier to go back with that little bundle of cash that you made. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they'll pay you not to coach at their place. Mm -hmm. So that's that's probably a good point. (laughs) Um, And, you know, for for South Carolina, I think Lamont Paris would not be a bad option. I don't think he would be a bad option at all if you, and clearly they do, feel like they needed to get away from Frank Martin. I'm not sure what was... I think that maybe South Carolina just needed another voice. I, you know, I didn't realize, because I was a little taken back about him when, when the news came down, but apparently they only made the NCAA one time in his 10-year ten, ten tenure. One time. Now, it was a hell of a run. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't they go to the Final the Four? The Final Four. <laughs> but he only made the NCAA tournament one time in 10 years. You so know, when you I, look at I it that I way. I don't know that I realized that either. I, I but, didn't. But here's the thing. Much like we started the show. Is South Carolina one of those bastions of men's college basketball where we just expect them to be making Final Four runs every year or you what? You get a taste of that. You expect to go back. That's you, the biggest issue. You, you, you set that bar. But I, I mean, mean, it's screwed up. He's a product of his own success. There you go. <laughs> victim of his own victim success. Of his own success. It's, it's like Nolan Richardson used to yeah. say, once you create the monster, you have to uh, feed it. the feed monster. It. Yeah. Yep. But, I mean, was was that run, was that the exception or was that the, the rule? And um, how, It's not like they had made a bunch of those before he got there. No. So. But they haven't been back to the tournament since. Since. Well. And they didn't been, go before more, that. He's been to more Final Fours than Rick Barnes has. That's true. Well, maybe, maybe UT should hire Frank Martin. Maybe they'll hire Frank Martin. <laughs> hey, would you. Zach would be happy. Would you, would you take one Ooh. Final Four run over. Five round of thirty-two exits. I guarantee you, against absolutely, UT fans, I would a final four run. I I would take not making the tournament nine times out of ten. If that one time was a final four run, I would do it. That's I would a, take it. A final four is because what's the difference between not making the tournament and underachieving and losing in the round of thirty-two? That's mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you're you're not wrong. Yep. I take the. I'd rather go to the NIT win a couple of games there every time. Yeah, no. play them at home. Anch- anchor down, anchor down, baby. Hey, how about the how about those crowds? Crowds memorial were great. How about Shane Foster going down and sitting in the crowd for the overtime nice. last night? Love it. Yeah, love it. Anyway, we're we're way over time, but it was a good show. I enjoyed it. today was was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. And, and <laughs> here's the thing: it, it's a long show, and it's about to get longer because we need to mention UT and Belmont. What five o'clock? Five o'clock, no six o'clock. Six, six o'clock? o'clock tip. Central. Six o'clock central on okay. ESPN. Okay. I think it's it's either ESPN or it's on the Deuce. One of the ESPNs. Um, five o'clock is MTSU. Winter. That's right. Okay. But that's not on TV unless it's on Stadium yeah, or something. And it's not so. the NCAA's. It's no, it's the women's NIT. But anyway, Tennessee Belmont tonight is going to be a blast. Check it out. We'll talk about it tomorrow. And uh, we'll have our top five. We've got a couple of options for top five. We'll pick one, so it should be fun. Maybe the what ifs in sports, because that was mm. yeah. one of the biggest Tennessee disappointments <sighs> in tournament. Isn't it? What if Rick Barnes wasn't this a guy, Tennessee coach? This guy over here. Anyway, we'll be back Low hanging fruit, Mo. Low hanging fruit. Still fruit, right? <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow, y'all. Have a good one.